Hello to my friends, foes, and fucking hoes. This is your host, Grace Reyes, with another episode of Truly Curated, your guide to swiping right, looking tight, and eating every goddamn bite. Now let's get started. I really apologize last week. I did not have an episode come out. My poor sweet girl, Lottie, a 10-month-old dachshund, did fracture her toes, and I was a little preoccupied taking care of her. But don't worry, we are back and better than ever. I've missed you guys a whole bunch. And this week, I have a very special episode for you with my friend, Chella, who is Jewish Orthodox. And she's just going to give us insight into how dating, you know, I'm, I would say I'm semi-religious, not a crazy amount. And she uh, takes her values and religious uh, values very seriously. And I just want to have insight on how that, uh, her religion, because I really didn't know much about Judaism, and how dating can play a role in that. And so she came on. And trust me, I learned a whole bunch. I can't even believe how much I learned. And I hope you guys take this information and you know see things in a new light um i had a great time interviewing her and enjoy the show if you're anything like me you know it's been hard during quarantine and covid and the pandemic with all of it i definitely gained some weight and if you're trying to burn some calories before the summer comes around and we're wearing tight little bikinis now, here is your chance. 75% off your membership at LA Fitness in Gross Point when you come in and mention the promo code Truly Curated. If you're already a member, you can have a complimentary free buddy pass. Any questions, you contact Mackenzie at 313-732-9188. I better see you guys there. Okay, so uh, the, one of the first times that we met... Um, I was in the student center, and I was like, do you even know who I am? Because I was, like, talking to him, and he, ha he had this, like, blank face as if, like, he was, like, talking to a total stranger. But, like, mm -hmm. we'd met each other, like, maybe two times beforehand, so he didn't know what to call me because I have, like, four names. I have two Hebrew, two English. And so, they, oh, you want me to say them? <laughs> sure, why not? Okay, so my Hebrew names are Manutha Adira, and then my English names are Marcella Emily. So the way that I introduced myself, like, I wasn't exactly sure. So he was like, um, yeah, I know who you are. Your name is Chella. And then I was like, sure. So then everyone started calling me Chella. And then when mm -hmm. my parents, like, met all my friends, they're like, who? who? You got to explain it to me. I okay, so. No idea. Right. Not every. I, do you think every Jewish person is a beginner? Um, oh, yeah. Jeremy, her. <laughs> boyfriend is also in the room with yeah. us he is studying but um, <laughs> um we have the interview going on right now <laughs> yeah so i would say most jewish people have a hebrew name of some sort especially men because mm -hmm. they can read from the torah or like our version of the bible and right. when they call you up they use your hebrew name okay so gotcha yeah so and it's then, more yeah it's a legal name though it's not just like a religious name like yeah, some people, like, use their Hebrew name as their legal name, and then some, like, my parents were like, Manufa is a really hard name for most people to pronounce. We'll give her, an Eng uh, like, a more English name. Like an easier, okay. Like, Emily's pretty easy, you know, so. Right. 
Okay, that makes sense. And that's yeah. so. Where does that Hebrew and norm the birthdays fall into place? Oh, okay. So Jewish people have their own calendar, and it's lunar. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've mentioned that to me before. Mm-hmm. So there's one where you're actually born. Yeah. Like in like the calendar that we all use. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then the Hebrew birthday is the one that falls on the lunar calendar. Yeah, so, like, I was born in March, so okay. in, in Hebrew, that's called Adar, and then the day that I was born is the 19th, so that's Chaf Aleph of 1998, that was Chaf Aleph Adar, and then that was March 19th, so those are my two birthdays, but it, ch- like, the okay. day changes, the date doesn't. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, do you pray every day, or, like, yeah. Uh, ha- ha- like, do you, like, you wear certain clothes? I think you've mentioned that to me yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Like, so how does, like, it play into your everyday Okay, life? so just disclaimer, like, I don't speak for every single Jewish person ever. Right. Yeah, and I just want to, like, get that out of the way so no one, like, no, I think is this, mad. Yeah, this is more of just a, I think for more religious people, dating, people don't realize that dating, and ha- especially during modern era, with social media and everything, is different. Right. Yeah. And I just want to get, like, an insight on that because I have no idea right right so for me like obviously there are different sects of Judaism just like there are different sects of Christianity mm-hmm. and I don't know all the different sects of Christianity so I don't want to like compare them mm-hmm. but each sect of Judaism has their different laws that they go by in Jewish terms we call them halacha like the different structure the different laws right and with halacha like there are different opinions so you mm-hmm. can the example that everyone uses it's like a rubber band you can bend it but you shouldn't break it so like in judaism we have a concept of modesty and mm-hmm. it's called senua like being sneers mm-hmm. and the only time that it's referenced in i think the entire like we go by the bible so the torah but we also have um navi ketuvim which i don't know how to say in english and then um tehillim no no and then also some aspects of Tehillim and like then different rabbis and mentors have different books that they've written right so like we have all that which mm-hmm. is like I grew up more modern orthodox gotcha mm-hmm. right so like we take all of that and then decide those things so like with Sneas the first the like the main time that is mentioned is with Moses but it's a law that's really pertaining to women so um like, you're supposed to collar, cover your collarbone, your elbow, and your knees. Mm-hmm. And there are different, like, opinions about to what extent what that means and why. And for me, I was, like, I did, I did like, very sh- a very strict version for, like, a long time. And then I was, like, I don't really want to compromise, like, my style mm-hmm. for, like, my religion. You know, you have to find, like, a balance. The style is part of the, uh, your own identity. So. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the times with religion, people can be like, oh, I'm sacrificing so much. But I wouldn't say that's true because I think for a long time, people weren't giving, given the right, um, like, sources, okay? So, mm-hmm. like, through everything that's explained, through everything in life, there's always a person's perspective on it. And I think for a long time, like, the rabbis were giving their perspective and women felt, like, very... Um, misunderstood and like not beautiful mm-hmm. and that's not a point in judaism at all like you should always feel beautiful and proud of yourself mm-hmm. 
so for me, I was like, I want to find a balance. And I don't really wear tight clothes at all, <laughs> um, which is why I always wear like baggy shirts mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, and I always like try to cover like my butt, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's like with a long shirt or a long dress or everything. But, you know, I'll wear short sleeves and I'll have a little bit of cleavage and I'll show above my knee, which is very scandalous, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but you still look, you have like very, a great sense of fashion while obtaining to your values which is really fast like really a good thing yeah and hard I'm sure I don't know maybe now that you're you like you've been doing it forever you know how to do it I think I've like solidified that and I think there are different aspects that I'm working on like praying every day is you know I'm working on that because that's kind of difficult Mm -hmm. like you have the super long version and then I have like the abridged version of like thank you god for like waking mm-hmm. me up in the morning and like restoring my soul and like throughout the day also you have different blessings that you say so whether that's like blessings on food or even new clothes or going to the bathroom which is like blessings are there to remind you to not take things for granted or not everything's from god and then there are other os- aspects of like dietary restrictions or um even like buying new things So, like, when we moved in, (laughs) I had to buy so much stuff for the kitchen, but there's this thing called, like, the Caitlin McBuff. Okay. (laughs) You're like, what do you think? Um, It's, like, you have to sanctify your vessels. So, like, you dunk it in rainwater. So, like, anything that's metal and glass and sometimes porcelain, it's, like, debatable. You go to this rainwater tub and you dunk it and you have to say a blessing. So, imagine if you're buying, like, 50 pans... Oh my goodness. And mason jars and like everything. We were there for like an hour, just like dunking sites. <laughs> this is a, I don't want to get your church, your, what do you call your church? Um, a synagogue. Synagogue. I was blanking on the name. Right. So but is that there? Like you go to a synagogue to do that? Yeah. So the one that's there is right next to the Young Israel Oak Park. But a mikvah is not um, related to anyone's sect. So like everyone's free to go in as long as you know okay. your code. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, how did you guys meet? Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, so I was at Hillel, which is at Wayne State University. Yes, I went to a few events. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we, I was with my friend at the time from high school, and she's like, oh, I have to go to this board meeting for this event. And I was like, that sounds so lame, but I'll go with you. <laughs> and I was sitting by the window. And he saw me from the corner of his eye, and from his perspective, he was like, well, I see a future with this woman. And I was like, I don't even know who this man is. Like, I've never, I didn't even pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. And then we met at, in the hallway of the student center one time when I was on my way to New York. And we kind of, like, started developing a friendship from there. And then I reached out to him when I was doing a graphic design project, and we established Froyo Tuesdays. We would get Froyo together every single Tuesday. That's cute. It's cute that I hate Froyo. <laughs> but did he initiate it because he likes Froyo, or was it more of no. like a mutual? It, he had warrior dollars to like oh, spare. Okay. <laughs> so it was just, I think we were too shy to say, but it was just an excuse to hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. And then we started liking each other. Right, so, okay, so at the time, I... We started really liking each other, and I was supposed to transfer to New York because I got into NYU, and I deferred and everything. And for some reason, my account was on lockdown. So I'd have to go to, like, Wayne every single day in the summer. So we started to really, really like each other. 
And there was this one incident where a former friend of mine surprised me with a, ho- a helicopter ride, okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good friend. We're not friends anymore. Oh, right. <laughs> I, he was, like, in love with me. And oh, yeah. I've had a few of those. I get I, it. I just, like, feel terrible about it, like, to this day. I have a few friends like that where I, like, I love the friendship, but they couldn't handle just being a friend, and then they, you have to part ways. Yeah, and it's, like... It's really unhealthy, but at the same time, it's, like, then your friendship is gone. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, I, I've known him since I was in seventh grade. Oh. Yeah. So it was, it was hard, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm glad everything, like, worked out. Yeah. It all works out. Right. So this guy, he surprised me with a helicopter ride, and Jared and I were talking, and he was like, well, like, I can't do that. And I, I don't know what the context was, but I said something so stupid. I said... Yeah, but I don't see a future with you. Because at that time, I was moving back to New York, and my mom disapproved. And so, like, I didn't think about what Mm -hmm. I was saying. So he was like, whoa. Like, how could she say that? And then a lot of other stuff about, like, his roommate and whatever. We met each other in Chicago, and I wanted to tell him about something that happened and that I also, like, started really catching feelings for him and, Mm -hmm. like, wanted to go out. And before I said that, he looked at me and he said, whatever this is, we're done. And I said, <laughs> like, my heart was broken. Um, and basically, it took, like, six months. But then he realized that he was being dumb. And <laughs> as they should. <laughs> yeah, at a friend's birthday party, I thought that he was with some girl. Because I hadn't, I hadn't talked to him mm-hmm. in, like, a month. And... Um, he, like, basically, my friend, like, encouraged him to, like, chase after me, and then he just, like, started talking, and it was, like, until three in the morning, and the next day, we met each other at an event, and I had, like, a lot of stuff going on with my family at the time, and we were at this meditation event. Uh, we were going to talk Tuesday about, like, everything that was going on, and he, he's right there, but I'll speak for him. <laughs> he was, like, basically, he saw his, his, li- his life flashed before his eyes and he was like she's the one and he was like I know it's gonna make you feel better so my friend dropped me off at his house because his roommates like one of them was my best friend at the time so mm-hmm. I was talking to him about it and then he left for a study group so then Jer was like come upstairs and I was like oh fuck like <laughs> this day cannot get any worse um so I like plopped down in his bed I was like oh my god so he's like, so I've been thinking. And I was like, great. I love it when you think. That's amazing. <laughs> and he's like, forgot what I said. I was like, he's just going to say, let's be friends. He's like, I think we should do this. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then on the second day, like he knew that he loved me and wanted to marry me. And then the second weekend, I said, I was drunk. And I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's been almost... And some, so yeah. my mom actually met Jeremy at a dinner at an event. We met each other's parents before we started dating. Okay. And it was super embarrassing. <laughs> um, and then once we started dating, it was, like, really stressful for me. And because mm-hmm. my parents didn't know about my life, like, at all. Because I was terrified of the judgment from them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, sleeping over at the guys' house and also, like, just that I wasn't as religious and just... You know, that I was in college downtown, and I would come home at, like, 3 in the morning and, like, not say anything and, like, lie about where I was, which mm-hmm. was, don't do that. Like, that's a terrible <laughs> thing to do. Um, so I was like, you know what? You should meet everyone. And the first time they really met him was at Great Lakes in downtown. 
Oh, okay. So the coffee yeah. shop. Mm-hmm. And then, was it before or after I think they met Jeremy one-on-one and, like, grilled him? And he was, like, sweating, okay? <laughs> and my dad, he was, like, because Jerry's a political science major and, mm-hmm. like, um, business and whatever. So my dad thought he was going to be some, like, fat douche who, like, had embroidered cufflinks and, like, I was going to be his trophy wife. And he met Jerry and he was, like, he's the sweetest, like, nicest, mm-hmm. soft-spoken guy. And I was, like, oh, no. So before Jeremy, like, did you have dating apps? Did you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, like. <laughs> um, I Okay, so there are Jewish dating apps, and then when I wasn't talking to him, he downloaded Tinder, so then I downloaded Tinder, and Tinder's really weird. Tinder's weird. I don't go on Tinder. It's not safe. Like, I don't... Some guy asked me for pictures of my feet, and I was like, if you Venmo me, I'll think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I've gotten those Instagram DMs. I'm like, well, send me the money, and I'll, like, ping somebody on it. Yeah, but I was like, is this is this what Tinder is? Like, is that what it's mm-hmm. for? Like, feet pics? I don't know. I don't go on it. I got banned because I put my Venmo account <gasps> in my bio. You're and, so like, smart. Some guy that. reported me and I got banned for what life. What a little bit. <laughs> I was like, it's a joke. <laughs> Relax. Um, and then there was this other time I was going to go out on this date with this guy. And I was like, oh, my God, he could murder me. Like, he's he could be mm-hmm. a serial killer. And then I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. I don't want to die. I'm not going to risk it. So, But there are definitely Jewish dating apps. Um, I would say, I don't mean this in any offensive way, mm-hmm. but the guys who are on there are like really nebby, which is like a Jewish term for like sad. They're just like sad, like pathetic, like <laughs> have no game whatsoever. And um, I just like, it wasn't worth it at all. Two, okay, so Jeremy's roommate, actually two of Jeremy's roommates both met their girlfriends on Tinder. Really? So yeah. Tinder I, is a little harder. I feel like Tinder has more of a hookup culture. Mm-hmm. I was on Hinge, that's like made for relationships, and then I was on Bumble, and I like Bumble because I have to, re- like the girl has to reach out first. Really? Normally I'll just say hi, and like if they can like come up with something witty, then I'll like respond, yeah. but like I can pick who reaches out to me. Which I feel a little better about than getting like random like messages on yeah, Tinder. Or I whatever. feel like they have to put an effort to. Right. They have to woo you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, there's this like new dating app called Locks. Locks. Like fit, like this. Oh, okay. Like for yeah. bagels. Yeah. And it's really exclusive. You have to pay for it. It's like all Upper West Side Jews that have like money. Yeah, it's like the gossip girl for Jews. And, like, my friends here in New York, the dating scene there is super competitive. I've heard. Yeah, so, like, to get on locks, you have to be approved by the committee. Wow. Yeah, I know. There's an app like that, but just for everybody, for, like, it's big in New York. Like, all the influencers have it, too, but I can't think of the name of it. I don't know, but Charlie Puth was on locks. I think it's so important to talk about this Mm -hmm. stuff, though. So, I, growing up, like... Like, I didn't, like, touch, touch boys, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, get away from me. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then in high school, in sophomore year, I was sexually assaulted. And um, I was like, you know what? In a way, I, there's, this con- there's this concept. First things first. There's this concept in Judaism called Shomer Nagia. Shomer means, like, protection, and Nagia is touch. So it means that, like, you're protecting each other from touching. And the reason why it's there is because 
for intimacy, there's a concept called nida, which is like when a woman's on her cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you can't have period sex. But it's like you can't have period sex plus like seven days of like her being clean. And it kind of falls out that she's ovulating at that time. Right. Um, and just like there's like a Kaylin mikvah, there's a woman's mikvah where she like like baptism. Like you, she like dunks herself and she's cleansed. Yeah, they have that at the Shavitz, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, in the woman's locker room, they had that special mm-hmm. spot. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, like, yes, they explained that to us. So, yes, I know what you're talking about. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Shomernidia is like a protection so that people shouldn't have period sex. Okay, I yeah. thought they took that back. You, it might be true too, like before, like getting married, like yeah. before special events too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So men yeah. do it before, like Sabbath and before the holidays, and women do it every month after they're clean for seven days when they're gonna have sex with their husband. Woohoo! <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, which is like Nita is really beautiful because it makes you communicate with your husband on like an emotional level because mm-hmm. intimacy can be very distracting. So it's like you're dating again for two weeks. You oh, know? that's really sweet. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's that. And then there's this concept before you're married also called yichud, which you're not supposed to be like alone, one-on-one with the mm-hmm. opposite sex because, you know, things can happen. Right. So in high school, like, I didn't really do that. Then I got sexually assaulted. So I was like, you know what? I could be Shomer Nagia. That would be the easy answer. But then mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to associate, uh, like, physical intimacy with negativity. Oh, and most most Jews, like, don't have premarital sex. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, like, you know, did some stuff. And then towards my senior year of high school, I was like, okay, like, now I'm Shomer. Then went to gap year. And when I met Jeremy, <laughs> I was like kind of flip floppy on it so it's really hard it's, it's hard yeah it's I can't super hard but i didn't touch him for like a year not even a high five we were wow. like best friends and i wouldn't even hug him and it drove him crazy because <laughs> because i would hug like people who didn't understand because i didn't want to embarrass them so he was like oh so you can hug them but not me and then in the because i love you <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> and then in the summer like i we started like Hooking up in Jewish, Jewish world, that means, like, kissing and stuff, not, mm-hmm. like, sex. Because I initiated it. Because I was, like, but he's so cute. Um, <laughs> so we did that for, like, a hot minute. Mm-hmm. And then um, in our relationship, we don't have sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you know, we, we try to, like, be healthy about it. Mm-hmm. So, like, we do communicate a lot, and we try to, like, keep some aspects of, like, God in there, mm-hmm. but also, like, we're human. Right. Yeah. Especially, I mean, we're, it's just so different than probably how your parents grew up, especially yeah. dating and everything, so. Yeah. Yeah, and being human, I can't, I mean, I definitely have gone through phases where I felt like I wanted to rape and stuff. Right. But it's hard. <laughs> it's really it's hard. It's really hard. It's really hard also when, like, you feel like you're in the right moment. Mm-hmm. You and know. you know it's with the right person too right that they just but yeah so can you explain more about so when did you guys decide to pick out a ring together <laughs> um okay so funny story jeremy thought we were gonna get engaged eight months into dating which is absurd absurd 
But it's, like, really common with Jewish guys. Because, like, in the Jewish world, like, the more religious people, they get engaged really fast and, like, only date for, like, four months. Some people only meet on their wedding day. And they get, like, matched by matchmakers. Oh, like, you go to the, I, I don't know. A shop then? You know, like, Fiddler on the Roof, like, matchmaker? Making yeah, like, I know, like, they, I've seen, like, so Indian groups. They yeah, do, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. like, put them on table and match them up with, like, yeah. similar occupations, interests, like, doing bonding activities. So, like, with people to see, like, if you are a good match. Yeah. Like, that kind of concept? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, have yeah. you ever attended one of those? No, I would never. It's no. so not my type. My, right. Yeah. Has Jeremy? No. No. <laughs> no. My mom is, like, very insistent, and I was like, I don't know who you think I am, but mm-hmm. I'm not in that walk of life. In fact, I think I would be banned from it. Like, I would corrupt, I would corrupt, corrupt these poor men and be like, so, you know, like, what do you think of this? And they'd be like, oh. Okay, funny story. We, I was at a, every, like, every year before COVID, my family on my dad's side would get together for Passover, and we started going to, like, a Passover program at a hotel, um, like, for the past three or four years, because my grandmother had breast cancer, so it was easier for her to, like, do this instead of making Passover, mm-hmm. and I was talking to one of these guys about, like, the girls' nights that I did, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's for girls who are, like, having premarital sex, and, like, I'd rather them use a condom than get chlamydia, and they're like, but I don't get it. They shouldn't be having sex. I'm like, but they are. <laughs> like, I don't understand. This is why we need this program because, like, right. you're under the assumption that, like, people don't do stuff, but they do. And he's like, well, what even is chlamydia? And I was like, if you don't know what it is, <laughs> then you should really be looking it up. Mm-hmm. He's like, it wouldn't affect me. I'm like, but it would. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, you're so dumb. I wouldn't last with these guys. So is there a lack of, do you think, like, sexual and health education absolutely because yeah. even growing up i went to catholic school yeah. and they it was just more about like don't have sex you're gonna get pregnant and yeah. you're gonna go to hell and then one time i think i was like seventh grade this boy was like standing next to me and i felt his like <gasps> leg next to me and i was like i'm pregnant i was like I'm pregnant. i had that experience one time. i literally because they don't teach you i thought i was pregnant yeah I had something it, similar. Yeah. I was in choir. Like, he just, oh like, stood God. next to me, and I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. You're yeah. Like, I'm going to give birth in, like, nine months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in high school, I had an experience. I, like, kissed a guy, and he exuded some fluids, not near me at all, and we were outside, and, like, it was on the grass, and somehow my hand got in there, and I was packing for, for um, to leave New York. And the next day, I was like, oh, my God, I peed. I'm pregnant now. My hand probably, like, what? And like I, like, absorbed <laughs> your skin. Yeah. And I went into my friend's car bawling. I was like, I have to go to pregnancy test. And I have to tell this guy that he's going to be a dad. And my mom's going to be so, like, absolutely bawling. And I called him. And I was like, you don't understand. He just started laughing. He's like, you're a lunatic. Like, that's not how pregnancy works at mm-hmm. all. And I was like. No, I'm telling you, you're wrong. But I've been, I've been there. It's, yeah. r- it's rough. And I think that's really important that need, there needs, in all, like, religions, especially, like, more, like, all, bleh, all <laughs> religions, there needs to be better sex education. Even if you're not going to do it. Even if you're not. Exactly. Yeah. Just knowing. 
Yeah. Especially yeah. for guys, like, to know about the woman's side, whether it's, like, the G-spot or what a period is, like, yeah. or what a UTI is. Right. Yeah. But the ring thing, we were, like, talking about it for a long time, and the pandemic definitely slowed things down. But I will say anyone who's, like, thinking about getting engaged, just look with your boyfriend. There is this stupid expectation that, like, guys are just supposed to know exactly what you want. And from what I told Jeremy, he thought I wanted, like, a Wayne State-colored ring of, like, green, <laughs> green and gold. Let it creep. <laughs> oh, God. And um, I'm really glad that I sat down with him because I, I think I just would have been speechless. I would have cried. <laughs> I would have cried <laughs> if my soon-to-be fiancé gave it was like you. Sorry, Jeremy. No, I love because I want I want a yellow ring, but like it was just it was really funny. But that is funny. Yeah, definitely. Like, there's so much stuff out there. It's really confusing for everyone, and um, don't spend like three times your salary because there's also that expectation for guys. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, what my TikTok feed has been like blown up with moist and light. I think that's how you say yeah, yeah, that yeah. diamond. It's like a not a diamond, it's but like a, a diamond. The stone, but it's shinier and it like sparkles better. And I was just like, and it's cheaper. You can get a big rock for like half the price. Oh, yeah. Well, we did it. Yeah, (laughs) we got a a regular diamond. Nice. Yes. Uh, Will you? And this is just because I've known you always have worn a ton of rings. Are you gonna just wear one ring when you when it does happen, or do you think? You'll keep them all on. So Jared, like when we first started dating, that was his one of the first questions that he asked. Oh really? Yeah, because he's like, "Yes, you did. <laughs> you did." It's like I didn't say that. <laughs> it was a, a like a point of conversation. He's denying it. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, cause I was like, "Yeah, I will," cause like that attention, whatever. And then, you know, should be on the ring. But now I'm like, each of them has so much personal meeting that like I can't get rid of them but honestly they're coming off one by one so maybe it's a sign I like this one you have right here and yeah yeah one. or like this middle one with the leaves like my finger was killing me today and I had to take it off so I was like maybe it's time like <laughs> I go through phases I'll wear a ton and then I'll re- wear like none at all yeah but I buy like cheap ones that like turn my fingers green oh that's like this one <laughs> that's like the enamel that came off mm-hmm. But um, I, like, don't take them off ever. I shower with them. I sleep with them. So, so do you talk about, like, marriage pretty early on in relationships or if you're talking to someone? Um, I think it depends on the relationship. For us, it was more just, like, where do you see this going? Like, I think we, we knew once we started dating, that was it, which is why he delayed dating me because he was, like, I'm still young. I have a life to live. Um, and I was like, you're wasting your time. Um, <laughs> um, but for us, like, yeah. It was more just like, what are your values, you know? Mm-hmm. So there was one night that, earlier on, that we sat in the kitchen. And I was like, let's make the foundation of our relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really important to me that he has, like, a relationship with God and how he wanted to raise our kids and, like, where he saw them going. And, like, yeah, that evolves, but... If you don't know that earlier on, for, like, literally anything, religious or not, what your values are, if you're not on the same page, then why go through it? Oh, yeah. People get married, and then 
I've heard like the stories of when people say, oh, I thought you knew that. You didn't want kids. No. My ex, he was like, yeah. So we were dating for 10 months and some shit happened. He wasn't the best boyfriend, if you know what I mean. But one of the things that he didn't understand why I was so upset about is because I asked about what, like, like, would you ever see, the conversation came up, like, would you ever see yourself getting married and having kids? He's like, no, I, I don't want to ever be married. At 30. And I was way. like, so why are we dating? He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I date to marry. Right. Even being young, you should date to, in my opinion. Right. Date to marry. Like, mm-hmm. I look for the one I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Right. I was like, so why am I wasting my time? And he got very upset and didn't understand that he was like, well, what is happening? Like, maybe things will change. I'm like, you're at an age where you should be getting ready to marry in a few years. Yeah, but that's like, that pressure for you to change him is so unfair. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he should have just been honest with you. Right. And he didn't understand. And what a schmuck. Yeah, it's, it was hard for me to hear. I was like, oh, so this person that I've spent 10 months of my life with doesn't want the future I want. I was like, that's a good sign to leave. Yeah. Does your mm-hmm. current boyfriend, have you guys talked about that? Oh, yeah. And really? we've only been dating for a couple months, but yeah, we talk about it. I, I talk about it a lot. Oh. Like, like, calm down. You don't have to get moved, like, move in anytime soon. Like, his parents are pretty, you know, uh, religious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we still don't, like, if we go over to his, like, we're not sleeping in the same bed kind right. of thing. And I'm totally fine with this. Like, we have, like, a bunch of time. I'm like, I know, but I just want you to be here every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, like, guys understand that, like, it's not, like, some of it's serious, but some of it's just, like, fun to think about. Yes. I definitely think it's fun. I don't, like, not necessarily want it all now. Right. But, like, but it's fun to think about. It's excitable. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, like, especially wedding dresses and, and the shiny stuff. Like, yeah. I've, I've had a Pinterest board since high school of just looking at wedding stuff because yeah. it's, it's beautiful. Stunning. And, like, looking at, like, kitchens of, like, what you <laughs> want your house kitchens. to look like, yeah. you know? That's the stuff I look like. And, like, this at. is my dog and his name is Cheddar. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Got Cheddar and Biscuit. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. No, it's definitely like I think about. It, I don't exactly want it now, but he's like, you got all the time in the world. I'm like, I know, I know. I'm still. I need to finish school, but I just like thinking about it. Especially when you find a person that you like, it's right. even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're very compatible. <gasps> That's amazing. I've like never met someone very similar to me. Okay. It's like weird how we like think the same things and we'll say the same things at the same time. I'm like this. Sometimes we both get weirded out. We're like, what is happening? But. It's all good. You'll meet him in time. I do want to. Yeah, I just want to have someone on who, you know, has, like, religious, religious values in dating because I know it's, like, totally different for me. Right. No, I think there I think there are just misconceptions about Jews and Judaism in general, and I think a lot of the times it's, like, assume that people either want to talk about, like, certain topics or um, that, like, everyone looks like a Hasidic person with, like, a, a black hat. Like, especially because you have mm-hmm. these things on Netflix, like, unorthodox, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and she brought it up, and I was like, no, not everyone's like that. Obviously, it happens, but it's not reflective of everyone, and it's unfortunate, but, like, they never cover why people still continue with that way of life because people aren't just sensationalism and, like, cultism. And, like, but that's with religion 
and and displaying religion with everything it's like that like that kind of narrative can also be the same way with people who are um is it islamic or muslim i think it's you could say either yeah but the same yeah same way way, like there's yeah i know exactly what you're saying there's the same with a a catholic people too like they take things very seriously and it depends like there's that concept with everything you could say politics religion there's people that you know take it different ways there's just different it's a whole what's this thing called spectrum a spectrum spectrum. (laughs) just doing this you're like a spectrum yes there's a spectrum for different everything yeah and like i don't know it's it's frustrating because like Truly, to be honest, I do feel the wave of anti-Semitism increasing, and like I do feel like I have a target on my back at times, especially, especially being related to certain topics that come along with being Jewish. But I would say, for the most part, like just be kind and considerate. And if you want to ask a question, like mm-hmm. do it. But that's how you learn, anyway. Right. Oh you know? yeah. Just like. Don't ask me where my horns are, because I'll take that personally. <laughs> it's happened. Um, but I will say the weird, the funniest and the weirdest question I ever got asked was, like, by this guy at Wayne. He was like, so you're Jewish, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, so, um, like, can you see nipples? And I was like, can you see nipples? Yeah, I was like, nipples? And he was like, yeah, yeah, like, can you see them? And I was like, do you think I have, like, a special, like, gene that, like, I can't i've been to the beach before i have nipples like i see my own nipples like, like you thought you can't see like nipples mm-hmm. at all men's nipples anyone's nipples how did that even come out I don't how know. Does that <laughs> <laughs> so weird i was like uh yeah it's why are you asking that <laughs> why is that the first thing i've heard people ask like oh do you have to do it through a sheet but like nipples that's interesting <laughs> yeah well, I, from, like, just being, I think, in Detroit and Wayne State in general, mm-hmm. there's a lot of diversity that I haven't experienced before, and mm-hmm. I didn't know that, um, Mus- I think you would say Muslim for this part, like, yeah. with the hijab. Yeah. I didn't know my one girlfriend took it off. It was, like, Snapchatting me with mm-hmm. it. I was, like, I was, like, you hate? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't know I was allowed to see. Oh, because you're a woman. You're allowed Yeah. And she explained it to me and was, like, no, like, you're a woman, you can see. I was like, oh, okay. You know, once I get married, I'll be covering my hair also. Really? Yeah, only you can see it. Only because you're a woman. So is that like that for you? Will you have like a, a, how would you wear your hair then? Like a hijab kind of or more of a? Um, so I would say traditionally, like depending on your sect. So like my sect is more non-orthodox. So a lot of the girls will wear wigs. Oh, okay. Yeah, or headscarves. Okay. Or like turbans or hats or whatever. So you could wear like a wig, uh, just a wig. You'll never know. Wow, that's yeah. fun. <laughs> they're really expensive. They're like $5,000 because they're beautiful. And it's like real hair and stuff Yeah, like that. that's the only thing. But like there's a full wig and then there's like, it's called a fall, which is like a half wig. Okay. Um, and I'm not like, I'm not so keen because I'm like, if you're covering your hair, why are you covering with more hair that looks better yeah. than yours? Mm-hmm. But I had scarf from Tommy down to do. It's called the Metafat, which is like more the mediterranean or right like you have it like covering the hair and maybe like like they have it twisted up kind of like this like the scarf kind of looks like that yeah it's cute yeah yeah um and then for like the hasidic women they wear more like bonnets and like some sacks even like shave their head oh wow surprise (laughs) 
That's fascinating. I didn't know that uh, Jewish people, uh, some Jewish women do that. Yeah, so like in unorthodox, they like shave her head. That's not common for everyone, but it originally was that way because Jewish women did it to protect themselves against getting raped by like anyone who was mm-hmm. like doing pogroms or like whatever. Um, because if you, A, saw a bald woman, you'd be like, whoa, that's not mm-hmm. so attractive, but also they look sick. And because mm-hmm. they look sick, they didn't want any disease that they would have, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't do that. So in Judaism, there's this concept called Nisora, which like is tradition. Mm-hmm. So in those sects of like Satmer Hasidish, they've, they've carried on that Nisora to like bust their head once a woman gets married. Okay. Yeah. So is there any... Jewish people, women that cover their hair even before marriage? Um, or is it just an after marriage thing? It's once you get married. It's a symbol to show that you're married. Okay. So, like, Jeremy's really, Jeremy loves my hair, which is really nice. You got great hair. Thank you. Um, and, you know, for him, he's like, you have such beautiful hair. Like, why would you want to cover it? I'm like, it's my body, my choice, which mm-hmm. is, like, so the reverse narrative of what people would assume. Right. But for me, I'm like, it's, to show that I'm married, to show that, like, I'm taken, and there's an aspect of me that's private, mm-hmm. you know? Is it, con- do you see it, do you know any Jewish women that do shave their hair in the United States, or is that more of a in the Middle East kind of thing? No, like, even in the United States, of in the Satmir, like, more Hasidic, more religious community, they, they still do it. So, like, in New York, and, I don't know, like, wherever they are in the States, they still do mm-hmm. it. My cousins who are Satmir, she did it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you, you're from New York, I know that. <laughs> yeah. um, do, is the Jewish culture like similar here, or is it? do you see any differences? That's such a good question, Grace. <laughs> like, such a good question. Um, there are definitely similarities, um, just in terms of, like, going to synagogue mm-hmm. and keeping tradition and Jewish holidays, but I would say, like, the attitude of... Um, New Yorkers from out-of-towners is, like, kind of negative, which is, like, very odd because, you know, mm-hmm. being in that New York bubble, you're like, New York's amazing. Mm-hmm. Why would you ever leave it? Like, they cater to Jews, and they have Jewish grocery stores mm-hmm. and Jewish media and music, and, like, literally, it's a it's an entire metropolis of, like, Jew-centric mm-hmm. things. And then coming here, it's not that much as much, and mm-hmm. also people who are out-of-town, like, are like, oh, New Yorkers are so obnoxious. And, I mean, I guess that's not just a Jewish thing. I feel like some people just think that in general. But, like, it was very odd in the way that they also just practice Judaism. And, you know, there's small, small things, I would say. But, like, as a collective whole, I feel like it's pretty much the same. You know, you're you're following the Torah, you're following Halakha, you're serving God, you're going to synagogue, you're celebrating all the holidays. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so. but I think that like, takeaway from all of this is, like, I don't think you need to label yourself as any specific religion to, like, feel inspired and to feel spiritual and, like, see the beauties of life. Right, exactly. That's yeah. kind of how I feel. I definitely, like, would say, like, if somebody asks, I just say Christian, but right. I want to dive into, like, other religions. I do want to go more into, like, baptism and, like, the different types of Christianity to like get a better understanding and see mm-hmm. where I fall but I don't know just like trying to figure it out yeah and I think bottom line like for Judaism 
people always ask, like, oh, what about, like, people who are in church? Like, what does want God for them? I'm like, God wants you to just be a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to do the things that I do. And, like, you really shouldn't. Like, we don't missionize at all. And we don't encourage, like, conversion unless, like, you're really serious about it and there, there are all these tests and everything. Like, you have your own set of laws, which are, like, set up a government and, like, don't steal and don't mm-hmm. commit adultery and, like, don't eat, you know, animals, live animals because that causes pain. Like, things like that, you know? Because you should just be a good person. I guess I learned a lot. I learned yeah. a lot. <laughs> I really did. I had no idea, honestly, so from the start. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. You're like, okay, for for new listeners, Grace is like the nicest person. Wow. Another great episode down in the books. A huge thank you to Chella for coming on. I thought that it was such a good episode that we really didn't need anything more to it, so that is all I have for you guys today. But... Some big news since this recording was done. Chella and Jeremy are officially engaged. So if you see them, tell them congrats for me. Because, wow, how did that happen since the recording? Now, remember, no working during drinking hours. Cheers, bitches.